What's going up team and welcome back to a, another episode of the podcast and today we have a very special guest as always okay and um, the man the myth the legend mr jason smith the man who has uh, decided that he's going to marry my sister um which is funny because actually not a lot of people know that they come on the co- come on like our clients come into meetings and they're like oh jason i don't know but yes they are an item and jason is now my brother-in-law which is a, a bit of a, a bit of a crazy thing to see how far everything has come there but obviously you guys are you guys are rock stars together but um dude thank you for coming on um, i'm sure we'll get into obviously everything that we're going to cover but Obviously, you're pr- fairly new to the new to the AS team. Do you want to just give a little bit of an introduction to everyone? Kind of, who is Jason? So, uh, well, thanks for having me again. L- love coming on these little podcasts. It's doing doing really well. It's nice to nice to have these chats. Uh, so, my name's Jason. Like Simon said, uh, I'm uh, engaged to his sister. Um, obviously, we've known each other for for quite some time. Anyway. Um, Yes, I, I suppose I recently came on with the team. What maybe I've been doing sort of bits here and there for the past sort of year anyway, just helping the guys out when needed. Um, but as obviously um, we've been taking on a lot more people, the business has been getting busy and we've been expanding um, as much as we have been. Um, you know, the, the the position came available for me to jump on full time uh, and really sort of help help you guys take things to the next level, which uh, I feel like we really have been doing. Um, sort of introduction into into myself. You know, I've been doing fitness. So on most of my life as well, the same same as Sai, you know, went through the ranks playing rugby, doing all that kind of thing. Um, and the thing that kind of sort of set it apart from me and, and what made me really want to do it was the fact that, you know, as I was a kid growing up playing rugby and things, I was I was getting told by the scholarships and stuff I was on that that I wasn't big enough, but that I didn't really quite understand what they meant. You know, I, nobody was telling me, you know, this is what I needed to do. This is where I needed to go. I needed to go to the gym. I needed to eat this food. All I would get is a, a big bowl of tuna pasta in the fridge from my dad telling me to eat it, but even he wouldn't understand why he's telling me to eat it. So, you know, I just didn't didn't have this kind of knowledge. So being in the position that we're in, being able to sort of guide people along and and we always use this, this analogy of, you know, if somebody came to me 10 years ago and went, right, it's going to cost you this much money. This is what's going to happen to your body if you can stick to what we're telling you. If I knew that then, like you just who knows what could have happened you know so what i don't want to do is let other people miss out on that opportunity and 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 and, and that's one of the sort of main reasons we we get into this so yeah yeah I, awesome. I, I absolutely love that because i think it's interesting how a lot of our stories is all very very similar and i think yeah that's why we know our clients so well inside out because we coach our clients through exactly kind of the the lessons and the the successes, the failures that we've learned from. And we really try to kind of teach from experience at the end of the day. It's not us kind of dictating to people. It's like us explaining and teaching through experience. We've been there, we've done this, we've experienced this. And like, hey, I want to take you. It took me 10 years to figure this out. Let's do this in a tenth of the time for that. Yeah, yeah. Give me 12 months. Let's do this right. Let's do this once. Let's equip, equip and empower you with all the knowledge, skills, resources that you need so that you can genuinely do this for the rest of your life. Um, because I know I can talk on behalf of yourself and the rest of the team. All of us in like kind of our sporting careers, especially like felt like we had untapped potential because we didn't quite learn these lessons. Fully agree. Yeah. Fully agree. And it's just using your experience, the, the, you know, the experience and the like, I wouldn't say failures, but the, the experiences that we've gone through just just sets it up so well that you can like i feel like we the way we coach our clients we can do it on so much more of a personal level that it just means so much more and, and I, I believe that they understand that like so many people understand where we're coming from 
because we can really emphasize the fact that you know this is what's happened this is what can happen and yeah no agree yeah absolutely so dude uh let's just touch on a bit of personal stuff so people can kind of get get to know you a little bit more uh what's some of the stuff you love to do what what your hobbies and things like that I see. I can see a cocktail menu in the background. What's your favorite cocktail? That's yeah, enough. I mean, oh well, we we all know the pina colada is the pina colada. The pina colada is the one and only uh, cocktail you need in your life. Um, yeah, the cocktail menu. Me and me and Elle like to do a bit of hosting every now and then. You know, um, you can't always be on it twenty four seven on your you know diet in, in in close brackets. You can't be on that all the time. You've got to enjoy yourself. And that's one thing that I have really learned to live by, especially at this current period in time, is the the, the healthy, balanced lifestyle. Um, and that's just making the right choices, say, throughout the week. Make sure that I'm really on it with everything. You know, don't don't go too crazy when I don't need to, because a lot of the time it's you don't actually need the food that you're going for or you don't want it. Uh, and then on a weekend, just being a bit more flexible. And if and if the boys want to go for a beer, I'll go for a beer. If if, if we're going to go out for some food, I'm going to go for the food. I'm going to enjoy that. But then I know that the next day, the next week, I'll just go in again and smash it because I've got goals I'm working towards. And I've, there's a place that I want to be. So I want to stick to those standards. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's I love it. You like I know I know two things that you're slightly obsessed with. One, Man United, and two, gaming. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've I've always like gamed throughout throughout the years as a, as a kid. I think most most especially guys most most kids do. Apart from, um, <laughs> apart from what? Apart from me. <laughs> apart from you, yeah, you're the uh, you're the strange one out there. The out there a lot. Yeah, uh, I just always have it was. I suppose when you grow up, when you get into like a, when you play in a game and things, you, you just forget about the world that you're living in and you can really sort of push yourself into like these different places, whether that's playing FIFA or you're playing Call of Duty or you're doing some random fantasy thing, you know, you can really sort of push yourself into these, into these worlds and, and, and just completely forget about everything else that's going on. Um, and, and for me, like if we're going to get really, really personal, I think a lot of the time I did that because I had a pretty, pretty difficult upbringing and, and that just helped me to forget about everything else. And you could really just push yourself into these times. Um, but it, it turns out I was actually pretty good at gaming. So like I, I actually sort of made a little bit of money when I was growing up playing and stuff. And, and it's something that now there's millions and millions and millions of dollars and, and pounds and things going to all these, these people that are really, really good at games. But back when I was, I was playing at a, you could actually say like a more serious level, it was still very much a new thing. Um, but still always really interested in it and and, and technology and things is, is a huge, huge, huge thing in, in the world at the moment. So I think it's a great thing that you can do that, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're living, living in such an exciting world. Um, but it's interesting. You kind of mentioned a few things there. Like if there's one thing that I will give you 100% credit for, you are probably one of the hardest workers I've ever met, like genuinely, which I, I appreciate. Yeah, I probably don't give you enough credit for that. And uh, yeah, you've done some shitty jobs, like obviously trying to hang around, here, hang, hang, hang around here, obviously with, with things with Elle when you nearly moved off island. You said, no, I'm going to stay here. You did some shitty do- jobs and put some really, really hard graft in. Um, where do you think that, like, des- not necessarily desire for hard work, but where do you think that kind of kind of discipline or that ability to grind comes from? Uh, I'm glad you actually said that because... I've I've been thinking about this a lot recently, just anyway, and, you know, nobody's asked me this question, but, um, you know, like mentally, I listen to a lot of, uh, podcasts and, and things on, on people's mentality and, and, and the way people think and things. And 
The difference for me is I wasn't brought up with money. I was I was brought up with a lot of with a lot of struggle. So I've, I've not seen people like earn a lot or or live these extravagant lifestyles or do anything. And um, I'm in a, in a stage at the moment where I'm I, I'm trying to break that cycle of I that's not how I want to live my life. I want I've set my own standards. Um, swearing's allowed on this podcast, by the way. Absolutely. I don't give a shit what anyone tells me. And there's a there's a there's a big there's, there was one I listened to a couple of months ago, and and this guy, you know, multi multi millionaire, he just turned around and said, "Well, who who's told you you can't go do this, or who's told you you can't go make this money? Who's told you you're not a Michelin star chef who owns who owns this many restaurants? Who's told you this?" And I was like, "Well." He just turned around and said, well, it's you. You're the only person that's telling you you can't do anything. And and I know that working working with you, again, like you said, obviously you appreciate me being a hard worker, but you're like, you're a seriously fucking hard worker. And I understand where you come from. You know, you've got you've got a business, you're running stuff, you're 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 making a living for yourself and you, you're doing amazing. And and that that's where I want to be. Like I I like YouTube is a massive thing that I that I watch. And you'll probably this analogy, you you'll probably think it's strange. A lot of people think fuck off like these people are completely different to the way you guys are but a lot of our clients we, we've got business owners we've got entrepreneurs we've got people uh, that are really making it making a difference in the world and there's a group of guys that we both watch on on youtube like christian guzman max tuning surely that it's a group of guys that they're just mates but they all push each other and and you've used you used this terminology before of you know surround yourself with people that want to want to push you like surround yourself with these people that are going to push you to the next level and do the same thing. And like, that's how I see us just to a different level because like hundred percent straight up, like, and honest with you, you, you push me to, to take myself to the next level and want me to do more than, than, than what I've been doing. So, you know, you, that's why with this sort of hard work, you give me work to do, but I'm always trying to find extra things. And that's why we're having random chats late in the evening when everybody else has finished work yep. we're talking absolute nonsense about business ideas and, and ideas for this and ideas for that some of which don't come to play some of which out of nowhere we're like shit this is going to work we need to do this let's let's get on it and it's it doesn't matter what time of day it is because for me it's it's, it's almost not work but it's, it's it's a way of living and we we want to push ourselves to that next level so yeah that, that that's kind of yeah. way I, forward it's a long-winded answer but no, there's a lot to it you know yeah i i absolutely love that and i think we could do a, a whole podcast in itself ju- just sure. just kind of in everything that we've spoken about there and i find it very very interesting because like i'll be really honest and, and i will speak on behalf of Elle as well like we we've had a really smooth up, upbringing like we've been seriously mm-hmm. lucky like my mum and dad they work in jobs we've never struggled for money but we were embedded hard work and obviously we're in Jersey. A lot of people do have a bit more disposable income than other people around the world, which is correct. Um, but I've had this like the thing in me, which is kind of built out my whole life, my whole, what people call success. I hate the fucking word successful because what is successful um, is built out of fuck you. Cause people always told me you wouldn't be able to do this. You're not smart enough. You won't be able to do it. You won't be able, you won't be able to build an international business because you're from Jersey. Oh, you've had it easy because you're from Jersey. And I've got this fuck you of like, I've got this belief that I generally want to live life on my terms. Exactly what you said. Who told you that it has to be that way? Fuck living by a narrative. I can do whatever the fuck I want to. If you're willing to do the work, you surround yourself with the right people and you're willing to learn. Learning, I agree. Learning is a big thing. And I think that's why 
your vibe attracts your tribe. And that's why now we've all kind of come together as a team. And I'm so happy that we're now building this incredible community of like-minded people who want to say, fuck you to the narrative, fuck you to the snowflake generation. We want to live life on our terms because when you're like that, and it'd be interesting because I've only kind of come to this conclusion recently is like, when I was at school, I got along with everybody. I got along with everyone. I got along with the quote unquote geeks, the jocks, whatever you want to call it. I got on with every single like little click, but I never quite felt like I fitted in. I would see everyone at school. I would speak to everyone, but I was never the kid that got invited to go to the beach with someone, for example, go to a party. And it does feel lonely sometimes when you're like that, because people don't, people misunderstand your drive, your ambition for like you being fucking deluded. And you're like, no, I've just got something that's inside of me that refuses to settle for average, that refuses to live by narrative. And I feel like we're really genuinely creating a safe place for like-minded people like that, where they can surround themselves with people who are the same and they can all fucking thrive and live life on their terms. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And, 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 and again, I was exactly the same. Um, and that's why I think that we, that we work well because we, we've just got the same mindset and the same ideas and, and, and the same ideology on, on how everything works. And it, it just makes sense. And like you say, building that community for the like-minded people, we've had some amazing people come on, even just recently, which have just been absolute game changers. And they've just been really, really incredible people to coach. And, and yeah, it, it makes life easier when you're surrounded with them people that have the same the same goals and things. It's, it's so easy to get stuck in your way. And I've been there where I've, I've been earning X amount just just working uh, a normal job, quote unquote. But like in your head, it's a stressful situation because you know that this isn't what you're, you want to be doing this. You, you've got ideas in your head and you're like, fuck, like what are these people going to think if I do this? When you just need to get out and think, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do this and you're going to be you're going to be speaking, trying to speak to me when I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm at these, these levels I want to be at, you know? So how, how, how do you personally deal with the haters or people who kind of maybe thought you thought you'd get shit from doing something different i know i've just kind of got to the stage now like in terms of dealing with it i think the best way is just just to not care and it's such an easy thing to say but it's such a difficult thing to do um and you know you can you can lose sleep in it you can get stressed and things and then but then when you really sit down and like these motivational podcasts and spotify playlists and stuff you can listen to and things if you just sat there and when you know i'm going to hype myself up here and you'll listen to one or two and you think you know what i can do this screw everyone else i don't care like i, I do not care if, if somebody's not willing to to sort of like you know I'm, op- I'm open to people's honest opinions but if somebody is just going to give you constant negativity you can't do this you can't do that whatever you're like well you know what like what what's the point in them being in your life like you don't need that person you know so that that's how that's how i've been dealing with it especially recently recently 100 percent. just just don't care <laughs> just gotta be done. And like, like you said it's so easy to say but hard to do and i this is a quote that stuck with me for a long time and it's at first they hate and then they follow yeah agreed and love it. to give a bit of an example of this everyone if there's one thing people know myself and as4 it's step step steps okay yeah I think every single day for probably the last three years, I've put a story up saying step, step, steps. And my mates and people in Jersey ripped the shit out of me. Yeah. Like ripped the shit out of me. And I went, you watch this, this will become a thing. And now I had, uh, for example, I was in a, uh, at a uh, mastermind conference last weekend and there was two online coaches who have their own businesses. And they were like, every day I wake up to go for, for a walk, 
they go, I think of you because I go step, step, steps in my head. There we go. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I, the one thing that I am massive on, I never want to live a life where I regret anything. And I think the, yeah. only, the only thing that you will, will ever regret is not taking the chance and backing yourself. Yeah, a hundred percent. And 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 that's one thing that I'll that I'll give you your due, um, and 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 L as well. Uh, that's one that's one thing I really really admire about both of you is that you're both extremely honest. You're open. What you see is what you get. And if, and if you say you're going to do something, you fucking do it. You know. So you're you're not one of them snowflake people that you'll come to people with a load of ideas and then nothing happens. It's like you've come to me with an idea because you've already put act, like plans in place and it's getting done. And that's what I admire is the fact that you just get your shit done and old people, other people may see, yeah, you're in another country. Oh, it looks really sunny there. You're having a great time. No, they don't, they don't understand that you've been inside for 23 hours with your computer, with your hood up, looking like an absolute geek. And they just don't see that. Yeah. Like a proper wrong person, but they, they just don't understand that. Um, And they just see people see what they want to see and have their own ideas and everything. And the amount of, the amount of chats I've had to have with people, and say no, 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 he's he's not on holiday, or we're not on holiday. When I when I when I go back to the UK, like we're we're still getting our shit done, we're doing everything. I'm just I'm just not in an office in in town where you can see me working for somebody else. That's not how it's working. So, my yeah. biggest pet peeve: it must be so easy for you because yes, I'm like, oh, do not belittle, yeah. do not belittle me because yeah, <laughs> there's a one like thing I did my values a while back, and uh, my my highest value is progression and then the next one is hard work yeah like my highest values i just want to see myself the business the people around me moving forwards because i think i think if you're not growing you're fucking you're dying yeah it sounds so fucked up but if i'm not becoming if i'm not becoming a better person if i'm not moving forward if i'm not helping people i i feel like what's the point of fucking being here it sounds really really dark and a bit fucked up but that that's how my brain works um but that was a very very long-winded but very very interesting way to start a podcast so um, it's it's one of them you know when you really get deep and deep into these things there's there's a lot of meaning behind everything we do so there's method to the madness and like i think it's only really recently that we've kind of 100 come to real real clarity on how we want to help people the exact people that we want to help because we understand them so well and there's such a, a missing a missing thing within the fitness industry at the moment that like this is the kind of help the support the the, the program that we are building now the support the service that we give people it's probably what you myself johnny eleanor and all of the team needed five years ago yeah 100 and that's why i get so fucking excited about the future of as and our future clients because Oh, it's gonna be big. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be like, it really is. It's um, exciting times. Yeah, but dude, you you've obviously you were training, you're in a great place, and safe to say you've gone to a great place. And we're continue to raise those standards, raise those standards, push that vision, and keep you kind of moving forwards. But I want to take people back a little bit. So obviously your training really kind of probably dialed up in the last 18 months. Yeah. Like to a whole different level. Now, do you want to just paint a little bit of a picture? kind of where you were before this kind of 18 months like what were you trying before how were you struggling how long were you kind of let's be honest you were probably spinning your wheels would you agree mm, yeah agreed agreed yeah. um quite a while you know a, a good couple of years at least like i would say even say over this past six years also like in terms of training i you know I'd, I'd think i'd need to go do one program to do this and and again that was just not having all of the knowledge that i that i've had over this past couple of years now back then and 
but I, I never really gave myself any goals. So like I'd go into training and I would gym and I'd come out and I'd be like, well, I, I don't think I'm getting any stronger. I enjoyed the session and feel good, but I'm still that guy that's walking around not looking like a gym and it's pissing me off and I don't know what's going on. And I just, I just kept just spinning the wheels for years and years and years and just not, not getting anywhere, not making any progress, not changing. And again, you'd come out of the gym feeling, feeling fucked and you'd be like, how, how's, how's nothing changed? You know, what, what's going on? And then sort of over this past, this past 18 months, um, uh, obviously we we'd had our charts and and I, I'd, I'd gone through the courses and everything. I was like, you know what? Like I, I need, I need to take this serious because if, if people like people know I gym, like my family and stuff would be like, Oh, he's eating healthy again and stuff. But they just didn't quite understand that. Yeah. Maybe I'd eat healthy for a couple of days, but then I'd be an absolute shit because mentally I just wasn't in the right place. And so my body was never changing, but everyone would still just say, Oh yeah, you, you go to the gym didn't look like it didn't feel like it um whereas now of this past yeah like 18 months i'm now like like i need i, I want a gym i want to get big but at the same time I, I i thrive off being the fittest person like around as well when i'm doing things so right now i'm not doing any like running programs or or anything like that but i'm i'm, I'm gymming in a way that I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. I'm making progress every single session. I'm going in with a mindset that I'm going to get my shit done when I'm in there. I'm eating the right foods nutritionally. Like is, is everything's just really spot on. And, and the way that I'm fueling myself at the moment is like, I, I do it with a lot of like energy. Like I, I want energy. I want foods that are going to give me energy and I don't want to be feeling like crap all, all the time. So three, three strength sessions a week. And then I play football, uh, you know, of, of all things, I only really started that say like 18 months ago, but I, I thrive on being like, I'm shit. All right. Like genuinely, I'm not a good footballer. And for some reason I keep playing for the club I play for in their first team. I have no idea why they keep having me around. Uh, if it was based on ability, then I probably wouldn't even make it to the, any, any division in Jersey, but based on fitness, I can hands down say that I can outrun on, on a pitch every single person that's probably in my league. And I'll, I'll, I'll put that out there. You know, if we went for a 5K run, they'd probably beat me. But if you're going to run around for 90 minutes, hands down, I'm going to put a shift in because I work hard. And although we're playing Sunday league football, I'll run, my, my, I'll run as much as you need me to to make sure that we get our stuff done because the players love it. You know, it's a good laugh. And, and we just do that. So what I don't want, yeah, I'm, I'm 27. I'm not old. I feel old, I feel like an old man, but I'm I'm only 27. But like, there's 18 year olds that are coming into these teams, and and they're they're, they're absolutely gassed after five minutes. And I'm thinking, well, well, back then when we were training, it's almost like I feel like our standard was just so much higher. Obviously, we were playing rugby, so it's it a little bit different. But I just feel like the standard of fitness was so much higher. And I look at these kids, and I'm like, I call them kids now, which is really weird. But I'll see. I was thinking, like, how, like, how is how is how have you gone from what we were like to now what you're like and, and you're actually classed as a fit person and and you're not and that's I, I want to be a step above everybody else because let's be honest I've got nothing else going <laughs> so yeah, I may as well do that you know your chat your chat and your banter is terrible so no honey shit got no money for some reason she still likes me <laughs> um no, I think that's incredible. There's so much dark energy. I love it. The the, the fuck you. Um, yeah. But it's crazy. I do think we now live in a world where, especially like the, let's say the younger generation or oh, saying, it's like, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like I'm an old man, but it's like, 
It, yeah, I have got grays coming through. Um, <laughs> but it, it's like they've just become passive. It's yeah. people just let life happen to them rather than doing right. life. It's that, oh, we'll just kind of go through this. Oh, everyone plays the fucking victim. Everyone plays the victim. They become passive and then they get comfortable. And then all of a sudden they hit the, they hit third and go, fuck. So this is why we've now built AS and we're kind of helping people now kind of move forward. So um, where you were, where you were kind of spinning your wheels, not seeing the results you wanted when, from your training, uh, what impact was this having on you personally? Personally, it was really it was pissing me off, you know, because you, you sat there thinking, fuck, I'm not, you know, I'm not making progress. I feel like I'm working just as hard as this guy who looks absolutely insane. You know, you've all, everyone's been in the gym and there's some guys walking around which are just shredded 24-7 and you think, I should look like that. Why don't I look like that? I'm working just as hard. But it's, it's not always the case. And, and personally, it hits you quite hard. And this is probably a headspace which a lot of our clients have been in. You think, I could ask someone for help, but I don't, I don't think I want to. I don't, I don't want to ask anyone for help. Like, why should I ask someone to help me do this? Or why should I pay someone to, to sort of help me do this? But the reason you do that is because you may think you know what you're doing, but let's be honest, you, you probably don't. And it's, that's not necessarily with the gym that, you know, it's with, with, with life in general, with, with planning around your work, with doing this, if you're feeling tired 24 seven, let's be honest, you're not going to progress in much else. If, if you're thinking, God, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to do a nine hour shift, eight hour shift, whatever, and come home. And then I was going to eat food and go to bed every day because you're feeling tired. Like, you're not going to progress in all these little areas. And that's one thing that we always try to do as well with our clients is we're not just here to give you a gym program and say, look, you're going to get shredded. We want to help you with every aspect of your life if if that's something that you're interested in. And I feel like we we really have made a huge difference with people in, in doing so. So yeah, it, long story short, it was pissing me off. <laughs> and uh, I think it's amazing what you said there because we generally are obviously now we bought in gen so we have an in-house like mindset vision coach um and the whole purpose of this was to show people that because from the outside people think we just do online coaching and sure yes it is online coaching but there is so much more depth to there's hey on one side there's people who do online coaching and there's on the other side i hate the fucking phrase life coaching because i think it's a load of voodoo voodoo bullshit but it's not necessarily that we do life coaching we do online coaching but we show you that your physical transformation your performance transformation is the catalyst to so much more Okay, because the first time someone actually keeps their promises to themselves and they get in shape, they stay in shape, they add 10 kilos to their squat, they take five minutes off their 10K, whatever it might be, whatever your goals are, you start to go, holy shit, I think I'm capable of more. And you start to get these ideas of, hey, I could do this, I could do that, I could live life on my terms. It's now showing people that no matter your goals in life, you can have the support from just with inside this one community to achieve whatever the fuck you want to. And you're surrounded by a team that wants to see you thrive. Um, and yeah, we keep saying it, but I, I'm seriously excited, excited for our, our kind of next step. So um, fast forward this 18 months, what's life like now? Okay. Now what impact is this kind of going through that transformation kind of going good to great? Um, what's it like? How's it impacted you? So the, 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 the big difference now is I've put myself through the process that we take a lot of our clients through. And that's, that's not that any, all of our clients are the same because everyone has different goals, but I've put myself through that same thing. You know, I, I did the photo shoot earlier this year, which is something I never thought I would ever do in my life. And to go, right, you know what? We always offer this to, to clients. Uh, I'm going to fucking do it. 
give it a go. And, and, you know, I, I absolutely loved it. I came out of that thinking, Jesus, like I've, that, that's me. I've managed to do that. Um, and, and since then I, I'm, I'm, I put myself in that performance phase where, you know, I'm, I'm staying at the same weight. I'm comfortably staying at the same weight, eating more food, enjoying myself. But along with that, the performance and my energy and everything has all really, really greatly improved. So, you know, I'm stronger than I've ever been in the gym. Um, I've got more energy. I've got more passion. I've got more drive. Like my, my whole life right now, I'm, I'm, I, I can't even think about how I was before because it's just so different to how I am now. Yeah. And, 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 and you think you're, you're, you're happy before and in this great sort of place. And then the second you do something like this and take yourself out of your comfort zone and really, really push yourself, it's like, Jesus, like the, that, that was me, but this is me now. I thought I was happy then, but fucking hell, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm good now, you know, and it's, it's crazy. If you were, yeah. if you were to use three words to describe how you felt 18 months ago, what would they be? Tired demotivated uh un mo no i said demotivated i don't know i don't know tired motivated lethargic <laughs> very, very, very tired uh very tired pissed off as well because well, yeah pissed off yeah. like you know you just yeah, i think getting out of that mindset of the world owes you something and just saying fuck it you know i need to do this for myself you know that's the big thing yeah absolutely you have to instead of being passive you start being active and proactive. there we go also, proactive um so on the flip side of that we were tired demotivated pissed off give me three words to describe now fucking motivated full of energy uh not even three words but excited for the future ready to go ready to smash it getting up in the morning thinking what's going to happen today like if i do this there's some opportunities here. Let's just fucking go for it. You know, it's not three words. I'm just like, I'm happy. You know, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. You know? Life, life becomes exciting when you realize that you are limitless, like genuinely, yeah. you, you yeah. start to think bigger, act bigger. And this is really interesting. I read a book called the luck factor for anyone who's listening. This, I could massively recommend this book called the luck factor. And Anna, Anna always says to me, like, you're so fucking lucky. A lot of things just like land on your lap. And I go, fuck you in the nicest way. Um, there's no such thing as luck, okay? And there was actually a book and they studied luck, right? Now, luck doesn't exist. Luck's a load of fucking bullshit, okay? Jason, do you want to win the lottery? Oh, bloody love to. Have you bought a lottery ticket? No. There you go. Exactly. I fully agree. Okay? So lucky people put themselves in more positions to be lucky. If you feel motivated, energized, excited, guess what? You're going to put yourself into more positions to be lucky. Mm-hmm. So if there's one thing that I've personally learned, like puts me, I, the first time I went to Dubai, I nearly didn't go because I was scared what people were going to think. I was scared if I wouldn't fit in like I was at school, but somehow I managed to build up the confidence and go. And guess what? That one trip changed my fucking life. I, a lot of people would have looked at it and see, made it seem lucky. If you want to be lucky, do the work, get excited, get motivated, get energized. And you will all of a sudden start to see yourself, putting yourself into more situations and have more opportunities to be lucky. But that comes from doing the work on yourself, physically, mentally, psychologically, emotionally, to then have the confidence and self-belief to put yourself into those positions. And when you start going and get going fucking after it and getting shit, you will all of a sudden, not initially, but it's like momentum. It's like compound interest. All these little things start to fall your way. And you're like, wow, I've started to become lucky. No, you haven't. You've just started to put yourself into more positions too. Mm. And 
Speaking of that, uh, uh, like my version of that, I would say I was six to eight months into an, into my apprenticeship as an engineer. Uh, one guy got a job over here. So this is the story of how I moved over here. One guy got a job over here, one of the engineers. He'd you know, been an engineer 10 years. Uh, and he told me how much money he was making. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, I didn't realize we, we could do that sort of thing. I was like, right, well, you know, I've only been an apprentice for like six months. There's no chance. But I was like, one thing I will stand by and one thing I still stand by now is I've not had an interview where I haven't gotten a job. So before that, I was thinking, you know what? Fuck, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. I applied. Another engineer applied who, again, been an engineer for eight years. Knew his stuff. But me as a young 19-year-old engineer thought I knew the world, thought I was better than everybody anyway, and thought, you know what? I'm going to give this a go. I interviewed really well and got the job. And this other engineer who'd been an engineer for eight years didn't get the job. People would say I was lucky. Yeah, I was lucky. But why was I lucky? Because I thought, fuck it, I'm going to do this. And, and and interviewed well and got the job and and, and that's it you know it's yep. little things like that i put myself in that position and just so, it's amazing how one small little decision can compound massively so if you hadn't have done that you wouldn't have come to jersey you wouldn't exactly. have met, you wouldn't have met l you wouldn't be working with, with as you wouldn't have met me which is obviously a massive thing that, really that, was, that was the that was the big <laughs> one that was the big <laughs> one <laughs> it is, it's amazing how those little things can cast aid if i hadn't yeah. gone that trip in dubai i wouldn't have met anna I wouldn't yeah, have exactly. now ha- be living there between Dubai. I wouldn't have met some of the people I would now literally call some of my best friends. And uh, it's amazing how you start putting yourself into those positions, what can come out of it. So if there's anybody out there, get yourself out of your comfort zone literally today. And I challenge you to go and do something that makes you uncomfortable. Love just that. one thing, one thing, just one thing. And uh, nothing bad ever comes from stepping out of a comfort zone. And this is literally what I spoke about uh, last weekend at the, at the conference. And it's really interesting. Like half the stuff we've touched on here is literally what I uh, spoke about there. But dude, uh, I don't want to kind of ramble on too much because I want people to kind of take some takeaways, <laughs> but we've kind of gone on some tangents, but I absolutely love it. So let's just go into, normally we do two or three, but let's just go into one kind of key principle that's Either the biggest lesson that you've learned, the thing that you felt has helped you most um, around training, nutrition, and stuff like that. So let's start off with nutrition. What's one big thing or big breakthrough that you have found yourself that you think people could massively benefit from? The the biggest thing for me is is consistency and knowing your why. So why are you eating the amount of food or the food that you are eating? Like, what's the reason for it? So it's so easy for you to go and have a pizza that's 2000 calories and, and not think about it. Yeah. You had a great time when you're eating it. Did that help you work towards your goals? Did you actually feel good after that? Did you need it? So the biggest thing for me is consistency in knowing what I'm doing, why I'm doing it and, and just executing that. that, that that's it. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. Not knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And uh, I, I've said this over and over, but I'm going to say it all one more time just because everyone needs to hear it. There are two reasons that everybody ends up in the position they are. Overweight, underweight, doesn't matter. Two reasons. One, you don't actually know the nutritional value of food. So, example, avocado and scrambled eggs on toast. Brilliantly healthy food, right? Fantastic, sure. But it's also fucking probably nearly a thousand calories. So this is where the misconception can come through. The second reason is that you don't make the right decisions. How can you make the right decisions if you're not informed and you don't know the nutritional value of food? So asking why, looking at labels, understanding gives you the power to then make the right decisions. So Jason has touched on two things there. It's one, the knowledge and the why in terms of what's actually in the food, but then the why of why he's doing this to then be able to make the right decisions, which is connected to 
him being able to live life on his terms, him being able to lead from the front, him being able to raise his personal standards, him be able to reach his full potential. Because if he continues to make the right decisions, because he now knows the right nutrients, it's going to allow him to facilitate and achieve his vision and mission. Boom. Um, how about uh, training? In terms of training, that was a, it was a funny one because we touched on it before about me just spinning the cog and not sort of being really in it. And, uh, you know, I finally come to the understanding that I need to get strong. I need to work hard. And there's no point, we use this term a few times, but there's no point going in the gym and training like a pussy. Like there's just no point in doing that. You know, yeah, you might, you might burn a few calories and you might make progress here and there. But if you can give yourself a plan or, you know, you get a plan, you stick to it, you go in with the mindset that you're going to go in and get it done and you have goals, there's no telling what can happen. And like I say, I, I never used to like strength training. I'll openly say that, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of guys that I'm training to get strong. I know, I know how to get strong. I just never used to put myself through that. I'm going through that and I fucking love it. Absolutely love it. I'm stronger than I ever was before. I'm lifting weights that I never thought I could. And I feel fucking great for it. You know, I'm only training three times a week. Obviously I, think, I believe you are as well. Um, I feel great. I don't need to be in the gym five days a week doing this, this, and this, and this. I give myself a couple of exercises, you know, a little superset bit of core. I'm progressing. I'm getting strong, feeling good. I'm not in the gym for two hours every day. It's amazing. It's genuinely like feeling good. So, 100%. So, it's really a case of bringing intensity and intent to yes. your training. Um, here's an interesting one What taught you to train hard? Because I said this, uh, but I was recording a few reels yesterday and I was like talking about like, you got to give your body a reason to change. And it's like, people think mm. they train hard and like most people don't actually know what training hard is. So one, let's give a little bit of an idea of what you thought training hard was Two, what you kind of think training hard is now and what helped you make that kind of connection. So what I used to think was training hard was just absolutely beasting myself until you couldn't walk in the gym uh and like you know we i, I dabbled in a bit of say crossfit not that i'm going to slander it or anything like that because you know it has its place and i, and I do love it and I, I love some of the, the concepts around it but i would go in there thinking I, I just need to go get this this workout done because somebody's written this random workout for me and it's going to be amazing and i'm going to make progress and you go in you come out absolutely dripping with sweat thinking i've worked hard i feel mint this is going to be amazing and you know when when really there's there's no progression from that you know i'm just going to go in the next day and do pretty much the same thing and be blowing out my ass again be swaying feeling good but really you know it wasn't progressing the way i wanted it to go so uh i i just i just now after all all of the sort of the chats we've had the trainings that we've done and 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 the goals that have been set i just know that with with the program i've got the training that i do if i go in and do what i've set out to do I know that I'm going to progress. I know that I'm going to get strong. I know that my body is going to change along with the nutrition and the lifestyle that we're doing to the way that I want it to. Because while I'm still young, and I'm going to say that I'm young <laughs> until, until for as long as I can, I want to show that I can have the discipline to have the body, the physique, and everything that I want and not keep looking at other people thinking, fucking hell, he's in shape. Like, what's he doing? How long has he been training for? I want to, I, 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 like, it might sound... I don't know, dickish, but I want somebody to look at me and think, fucking hell, he's in shape. He does well. And and that's what you want. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's uh, what I'm going with. I actually really love that you touch on that because it's like an unspoken truth. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing to want no. to look good. No. People, people play it down. It's like, hey, if you want to look fucking awesome, do it. 
You deserve yeah. to fucking look and feel amazing. And I hate that this is sounds a bit superficial and it's an unspoken truth, but I talk about it a lot. If you're in better shape, you get more respect. Yeah. At face value. So when you meet someone, if they're in shape, you will automatically give that, that person more respect because that shows dedication. It shows hard work. It shows consistency. It shows that they can hold themselves to a certain standard. It automatically gives you more status. It's one of our kind of kind of common human needs. Okay. If you're a driven ambitions guy and you're going in for a job interview and you're in good shape, I hate to break it to you, but you're probably more likely to get that job than someone who's sloppy, doesn't look after himself, coming in a fucking shitty suit or whatever it might be. If you portray the the lifestyle and the, the mindset that you have, guess what? It's only going to help you. Um, it's really interesting what you said about the CrossFit because we said intensity and intent. I think just to kind of break that down for people a little bit, you had intensity in terms of you were working hard. You didn't have intent behind the intensity. Exactly. Whereas now when you go into the gym, you have both because you know what you're doing and how you're going to progress. Mm. And then you bring the intensity behind that. Because if you have one without the other, it's kind of kind of useless. Um, yeah. Very simply, if you want your body to change, you've got to give it a reason to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and that's one thing that we always we always strive on, making sure anybody that comes onto the business, we, we set them up with that. Yeah, and we tell exactly. them how important it is. So... 100%. If there's one thing I think we're really good at to blow our own trumpet, it's teaching people how to progress their training. The amount of people that I speak to on a fucking daily basis, I'm like, great, so you want to grow your chest. How much are you bench pressing right now? Uh, 60 kilos. Sweet. How much were you bench pressing this time last year? 60 kilos. I'm like, you wonder why you stay the same? Mm. Okay. Look at someone who can bench press 140 kilos. Look at someone who can bench press 100 kilos. Who has a bigger chest? If you want, if you do one yeah. thing that will change your physique, just go and get fucking freaky strong. Exactly. Just go and get freaky strong. Um, okay, dude. Two more aspects. How about a what's something that you kind of your key principle around lifestyle? Around lifestyle. So, especially over this past, you know, since the photo shoot, I'm I'm really trying to thought, because I know how to do it now. Uh, especially is 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 live the live the healthy, balanced lifestyle. You know. Get on, get on things and do it when I need to do it, but go and enjoy myself when I want to go and enjoy myself and never feel guilty for going and indulging in something that someone would potentially say is bad or, or going out and having beers or going out and doing this. It, like you can go and enjoy yourself and you can still lose weight or you can still build muscle or you can still achieve whatever goals it is. You just need to prioritize other things at other times. That doesn't mean you're missing out on anything because it's one of the worst things that you could do if you're going to a party or a wedding or something like that, and you're sat there drinking water because you feel like you have to, that not that that's necessarily a bad thing. If that's just the, if that's the way you live, but if, if in the back of your mind, you're like, I wish I could have a drink. I wish I could do this. Then mentally it's going to fuck you up quicker than just doing it and going, right. You know, if I planned for this seven days prior or the next week, this is what I'm going to do because I've done this means that you've got the best of both worlds. You're sticking to your routine and you're killing it the week after or the week before, you go and enjoy yourself on the weekend. And that's the way that I like to live myself at the moment. I don't I don't want to regret anything, but I, by missing out on opportunities or good times because I feel like I have to, basically. So absolutely. So I think it's a case of that having flexibility, but then also being proactive around that. Yeah. So making sure that you're enjoying yourself, but you're doing everything in your power to still make sure you're making progress because one, you value the really good times and the social occasions, but also you value yeah. your progression and your results. Okay. Right. And then alongside that, something that I really want to add, and I know you, we all talk about this with clients and this is something I think you do really well is picking your battles. 
okay if you're just like going for a couple of beers down the pub and there's not really an occasion or anything like that maybe you do just have one beer you have two beers okay and you pick your battle say hey no i'm not having another one because this is really important to me but then if it's your best mate's birthday you go do you know what i'm gonna go on a big night out and you pick your battles and make sure you're proactive with that so dude absolutely love it last kind of key principle uh mindset I know we've spoken of quite a bit, but it'd be interesting. One one big pivotal kind of lesson that you've learned. In terms of life or but either. work or everything? It, everything. This is interesting because I've put Jason on the spot with all of this. So he's taken it. He's yeah, that's why, well. been, that's why I've been waffling with everything. Um, so like we say, the, the the go fuck you sort of mindset, fuck you and, and, and do everything yourself and and just just get your shit done is the mindset I've, I've kind of changed around and i've gone like i don't know family and friends that are, that are doing stuff on the same level that we or i or you are, are doing and i love living up here like where we're at i don't want to live down here i don't want to live not that these are like bad things but me personally i don't want to live paycheck to paycheck struggling i don't want to ever like I've been in debt in my life, which is, which, you know, and I came out of that years ago, luckily, well, not even say luckily, I put myself in the position again. So that's another thing. And I never want to be back in that stage. So, you know, we may speak about money, obviously, is, is this thing, but that's, that's not the, the be all and end all. Like my whole life, I'm like, I want to work hard. I want people to know that I work hard. That's not because I want gratification from other people, but I don't want anybody to tell me I'm lucky. I don't want anybody to tell me you're in this position because of this. I'm going to put myself in this position. I'm going to work hard. And people are going to come to me because they want something. I'm not going to keep going to other people asking for help. That's not the way I want to live my life. Like people, people need to understand that. That's me. I can do stuff for myself. Like I don't need anyone else to to help me. And and that's how I want. That's how I want to live. You know. So I, I love that. It's a case of extreme ownership. Yes. Extreme ownership. Hate to break it to anyone listening to this. No one's coming to save you. Exactly. It's up to you if you want to fucking save yourself. So take extreme ownership and fucking put in the work. You can ask people for help along the way to help you get somewhere that you want to be, but it's up to you to take fucking ownership and responsibility of your outcomes. Mm. That's you're even taking ownership by just asking somebody for help, but you're not, you're not telling them to do something for you. You're asking somebody what their experience was with this or how did they do this so that you can learn something to go do what you need to do there's a difference and you need to understand that there's a big difference a hundred percent that that's absolute gold that little ad there i love it so uh dude if you could give someone one piece of advice uh for where you were say let's go two two three years ago what would it be things will change if you put yourself in the right position to make things change to make things happen if you stay in your bubble stay in your not depressive state, but stay in your 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 state of nothing's ever going to happen to me. I'm just going to keep working here. I'm I'm comfortable. If you want to break out of that that zone, get uncomfortable. Find something that's going to take you out of that. Get the feeling of achieving something that was out of your comfort zone, and think, fuck, what can I do next? Exactly. Yeah, it's a uh, life is a series of false summits. You think it's there, yeah. and then you get there, and you realize, oh, I can now do that. I can now do that. I yeah. can now that and it just consistently compounds i absolutely love that so uh what does the future look like for jason what's next what's next there well like we say we've got a lot of projects coming 
especially especially with AS. Um, I've got a few things that I'm that I'm trying to work on myself at the same time because, like I say, you inspire me to take me to another level, and I really want to do that. So I, I you know, I've got a few things myself that I'm thinking about doing, and won't mention anything just yet, especially out out in the world. Uh, but we'll see how it's going. But then uh, the other thing is to obviously the, the, get the married the, the wedding planned with with L. You know, my good luck, lovely lovely partner <laughs> who who actually just organises my life for me and yeah. it makes life a lot easy and that, that's how you know when when your life is easy with somebody that's how that's how you know it's the right thing so yeah, absolutely i love it so dude one, one question which i always like to uh like to close on if you could go to dinner with three people dead or alive who would it be <sighs> hell of a question well, obviously i'm gonna say l first oh good so don't get in trouble <laughs> l second no, i'm joking uh it'd have to be it's got to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson, obviously. Oh yeah, obviously. Oh, oh yeah. What a fine specimen specimen of a man. Oh, who next? Who else? This is this is tough, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. This is a bit of a different one. No, I'm not even gonna say that because I'm just gonna sound like such a bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> who, who, who was it? I was about to say the guy that sings our uh, potential wedding song just to suck up to L, because then I could try and get him to come to the wedding, but that's not gonna happen. Um. It's like I mean, The Rock and Kevin Hart are just two guys that you just absolutely love to have. You'd have a great time with. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then oh, oh, it's got to be Elon Musk as the third one because he's just weird. Yeah, I and, think. And, I feel like you try and like steal a part of your brain or something. Or yeah, but like you would, I think you would come away from that thinking. My like we like yeah like we come away from our conversations and thinking shit I can get some shit done here, you know so that yeah that'd be quite a funny mix actually so, yeah. uh, dude yeah. I, I absolutely love it I just want to say a massive massive thank you for coming on the podcast I really 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 appreciate it I hope um guys listening to this have taken some real value away and uh, I want to say a real kind of public thank you for you to you dude like honestly what you've kind of helping AS move forward with is incredible and I cannot wait for the next steps it's going to be fucking incredible so guys um. Just if people aren't already following you on social media, just want to let know that let them know where they can find you. So just on Instagram, it's just Jason Smith Fitness. Um, the same with with all of us, all of us coaches with AS. Just keep it nice, nice and simple. So yeah, simple scales, fancy fails. Um, there we go. Uh, love it, team. Absolutely love it. If you can give this a share to your social media and give myself and Jason a tag, I would really, really appreciate it. If you know someone who you think could take value away from it, let them know. Uh, the fastest way that podcasts grow and kind of help us achieve our mission of just very simply empowering people to live life on their terms is word of mouth. So if you can tag us someone, send it to them, I would massively, massively, massively appreciate it. But team, have a good one and I'll see you in the next one.